Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. The Indian Film Festival Los Angeles uh, is one of the premier film festivals here in Southern California. It is running from April 6th through April 10th, and um, and you can see the films from these remarkable filmmakers at the Arclight Theater here in Los Angeles. Um, and we are joined today by the director of programming for the Indian Film Festival of Los Angeles, and that would be Michael Doherty. Mike, welcome to Film School. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you. I didn't give the most full-bodied introduction into your film festival, so why don't you, uh, why don't you talk to us about really why is it an important film festival, and why should people uh, want to check out all these wonderful films? Well, yes. Uh, well, IFLA, as we call it, it's, it's the 14th year that we've been at the ArcLight Hollywood, and um, we just we have a reputation for gathering the best of Indian cinema from the past year, and our films, you know. Typically, people think of Indian cinema as kind of the traditional Bollywood-style mm-hmm. film. We are more of the independent Indian uh, filmmakers. And these films have premiered around the world at the most prestigious festivals around the world. We have films from Cannes, from the Toronto Film Festival, from the Venice Film Festival. Um, and many of the films have won awards there. And, you know, they, this is a prestige festival. Yeah. We gather all of these filmmakers, many of them are attending at the festival, um, and they are filmmakers who have taken, you know, great risks with their filmmaking, they've explored material that is sometimes taboo in their home country of India, um, they have exper- experimented with their filmmaking styles in really bold and creative ways. Um, the films, I, I look at the list of films that we have this year, and I'm kinda, I kind of think we got away with something, <laughs> that we, we were able to gather all of these films together. <laughs> uh, and I'm so extremely excited to present them in here. Well, well, let's talk about, let's just talk about opening night. That's always a good place. To, oh, boy. What happened here? I don't know what happened. I... As is often the case here, I don't know why that happened. Whoops, 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 whoops. Wait a minute. Hold on. We'll be right back. Hopefully Michael Doherty will be with us.
And Michael Doherty is back with us. Sorry about that. Let's go back to the... the, the, (laughs) Yes, technical difficulty. Let's go back to the question. What's opening night? What do you have for for us? Our opening night film is called Angry Indian Goddesses. This is a filmmaker uh, named Pan Nalan, who is an alumni of our festival and kind of an alumni of... uh, world festivals um he's made documentaries uh faith connections which won our audience award uh, two years ago he's made the film samsara which is kind of a big festival hit Mm -hmm. a few years ago this film is a narrative feature um it kind of deals with all of the issues surrounding women's rights in india right now it gathers um i believe seven female characters in a house and they kind of represent all of the you know the political and the day-to-day life issues that women face in India in kind of a very provocative way. Um, The film kind of ran up against the censor board in India. They demanded cuts for the Indian release, but uh, I think we are are showing the full unedited version of of the film, and Pan Allen will be in attendance with us, as well as, I believe, some of the actresses from the film. Mm -hmm. So it should be a a tremendous uh, experience for opening night. That's great. By the way, it's great to see this kind of cinema emerge. Uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, Mustang, uh, the film that, w- that from well, it's a French film, but it was mm-hmm. about Turkey and young women. We're seeing more and more uh, about uh, w- sorry, we're seeing more and more films featuring the stories of women, prominently featuring them, and it's great to see. So that's great. Yeah, and that's actually a theme of our festival this year. Not only the stories in the films uh, are about women, but we have more female filmmakers uh, represented in this festival than we ever had before. Um, Angry Indian Goddess is about women. It's a male filmmaker, but our, our lineup includes films like Biba Boys, which is Deepa Mehta, who's a former Oscar-nominated filmmaker. Um, our film Island City is a filmmaker named Ruchika Oberoi. She premiered that film in the Venice Days section of the Venice Film Festival and won uh, the Best Young Director Award at that festival. Um, we have a film called Parched, which uh, premiered at the Toronto Film Festival by a filmmaker named Lena Yadav. Um, that has done extremely well. It's a story about women in a rural area of India kind of throwing off the shackles of the men who have who've taken control of their lives. Um, and we have a documentary by a filmmaker named Rinko Kalsi. It's called For the Love of a Man, okay. um, kind of about the, the Tamil superstar actor Rajni Kamp. Um, and it, it, it's kind of a, a amazing look into into the kind of godlike devotion that he he inspires amongst his fans um and then our short film filmmakers as well we have uh, several female short filmmakers that are 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 bringing stories of women to the screen it's really a fantastic year and just to follow on what you were saying uh, i don't know if you mentioned masan but it garnered both uh, the at the Cannes film festival the uncertain in certain regard award uh the prestigious uh award there as well as the promising award for director for uh, Niraj Gaiwan am I saying that? Gaiwan yes uh, Niraj is a also an alumnus of our festival with a short film he did then Masan was his feature debut yes and as you said it premiered in the Uncertain Regard section of Cannes was given many awards and uh, it had its release in India I believe over the summer where it's just been getting rave reviews very emotionally um inspiring reviews just people kind of are so in love with this film and it features some young talent that's up and coming in india that are are kind of breaking out into superstars um it's a beautifully done film um and kind of also as i was saying kind of a lot of our films this year kind of deal with injustices or kind of 
oppressions that are occurring in India. The artists uh, that have made these films this year are are very much uh, politically active and and fighting against a system that they they you know they don't believe in. And Masan is kind of about the the repression of desire and the repression of love, basically in in Indian society. Um, and it tells kind of two separate stories that kind of beautifully come together by the end of the film. But one is about a, a woman who kind of meets a man for a tryst and they are broken up by the police and kind of blackmailed um, into paying up so they won't be uh, devastated by the press that their their meeting would, would get. And then the other story is kind of more a traditional love story between to a man and a woman who are of different castes, and they try to kind of overcome the traditional ways of the caste system in India to to make their relationship work. We're speaking with Michael Doherty. He is the director of programming for the Indian Film Festival of Los Angeles. It is um, from April 6th through April 10th and at the Arclight Theater. That's the one on Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles. Terrific array of films and filmmaking. And Michael, I guess what I'm hearing from you is the state of independent filmmaking, uh, challenging filmmaking, is very good in India. It's, it's very much alive in India, yes. There's I- just a, a strong community of filmmakers in India that support each other, that want to tell these stories that that break from tradition and convention, and the results have been amazing. Um, I was able actually to travel to India uh, this past November to the Film Bazaar in Goa, where these filmmakers kind of gathered to present their work and, you know, find distribution around the world for it, and just meeting these filmmakers, it's amazing how uh, just vibrant and alive they are with the with the stories that they want to tell and like the, these films are made and they're already on to their next project that they want to get out there and, and they speak so passionately about it and then I'm, I'm very thrilled that i mean i was looking at the list of filmmakers we have that are going to be attending if this year like nearly every feature is going to have the director in, in attendance um and the q a's at our festival are always very very exciting and uh, emotional time for because they the, the filmmakers just love presenting their films to a Los Angeles audience and it just gets very exciting for them and our audience is always very keen on participating in the Q&As um, it, it's just uh, it's a wonderful festival I really hope your your listeners will attend the, the, for people who want to find out more they can go to indianfilmfestival.org they can find out information screenings how to buy yes. tickets all kinds of different things are available to you uh, and they go on sale March 18th is that so yes. we've got a couple yes the couple tickets weeks. will be on sale March 18th um, right now you can go to the website and see all of the films that yeah. are in our lineup with you know detailed descriptions um, and we'll have more films announced soon. There are some that weren't ready for press with our full lineup announcement, but we'll have a couple more coming as well. Fantastic. Well, uh, just uh, in your opinion, how, what do you ascribe the, uh, this blossoming, and it sounds like it is, sort of a uh, maturation of independent filmmaking coming out of India? Is there, are there a number of factors? Is it exposure to the outside world? Is it that they're economically more uh, vibrant? Or there, What are the factors, in your opinion, that are adding to this uh, um, renaissance of, and I'll call it that, I don't know if it actually is, but a renaissance of independent filmmaking in, um, in India? You know, I think it's kind of 
just the network of support that these filmmakers have had and you know this generation of filmmakers has decided that the you know whether it's the political environment that they're in or the the sexual politics of India or the the caste system of India that they're responding to they've decided to channel that energy into filmmaking and they've found a network of support there i mean there have been uh film, independent filmmakers i mean we're a 14 year old festival so this filmmaking has existed but it's just it's blossomed into a network of support where the the filmmakers that have come before they don't only want to make their own films they want to help all of the talented artists around them yeah. artists around them make their films as well so you know we, there's a filmmaker Anurag Kashyap who's been at our festival for a, a number of years and he's one of the you know premier independent indian filmmakers in the country and he part of his routine now is to produce these other films. Like he Masan, the film we talked about earlier, he was instrumental in getting that film made. Um, and you know those filmmakers make their films, and then they say, "Well, I have these three other filmmakers that I think are supremely talented, and I want them to to have their chance as well." Um, and I mean, you know, India. I mean, we think of India. The the main language um, for the films. In India is Hindi, but India is you know a country of several several languages, and each of these languages has its own kind of filmmaking community. Our we, our festival tries to represent as many you know languages and styles from India as possible, and we've we've done that very much this year. And um, it's, it's kind of the the network that's been created in, in this country has has blossomed into like this amazing array of films well it's good to hear that there is this this uh uh network this community of of filmmakers who are so uh eager to give back and mm-hmm. i guess that really is at the end of the day the the, the things that matter um there have been yeah i i'm just going back over sort of the people that have been on on this show uh Richie Mehta for Siddharth, which I thought was a wonderful film. Oh, it's fantastic, yeah. Uh, uh, Miss Lovely, we had Ashim uh, Aluwalia uh, on mm-hmm. the film, He w- on the show. He was, again, it's it's sort of looking back. Uh, Pod Yadra was, uh, that was Wendy and J.N. Lee was on. So uh, I'm seeing uh, more and more films coming from India uh, that are uh, they're just terrific. They're really, really good films. And so I think uh, I would echo what you're you're saying. It just feels like there's a strong community, you know, undergirding these people and their attempts. And it's got to be difficult to, as I have grown immense respect respect for filmmakers. The idea of seeing an idea all the way through to the point where it's actually done, and then it gets distributed in into the world is a remarkable achievement. Yes, uh, and just to note that the distribution in India is another story with these filmmakers. Like, these films get seen on the world level in festival play, but it's not always definite that they'll get distribution in their home country because, you know, these ideas that they're expressing are are difficult ideas and challenging ideas, and it's not always supported by, you know, the mainstream distributors. Um, But I think, like, festivals like ours have actually helped the notoriety of these kinds of films. Last year, uh, the jury award winner of our festival was a film called Chalranga, Four Colors, and it kind of dealt very provocatively with the the caste discrimination that goes on in parts of India. 
Um, and it's, it's a challenging film. It's a, sometimes a hard film to watch, but it's a very important film. And that film was able to get distribution in India um, with, you know, a bit of tooth and nail fighting. But yeah. but it, it's kind of an exciting time for, for these films to get seen by, by, the, uh, by the Indian community. We actually, we were also playing a film this year called Aligar, um, which is kind of the first major feature to deal with the issues of homosexuality in India and kind of there's the penal code 377 in India which now criminalizes homosexual acts. Um, this film is a true story about a a university professor at Aligarh Muslim University who was kind of nefariously outed by his fellow professors and suspended from his job and it kind of created a political uproar. It was actually within the four years when that penal code was struck down but then after this story happened about a year after it was it was upheld again by the Supreme Court in India and actually that fight is now still going on in India and in the midst of all that this film just released in India um, and the filmmaker Hansel Mehta who is also an alumni of our festival um, and the screenwriter Purva Rani have, have kind of taken to social media and, and the press to really get this story out there um, despite the pushback that they're getting from certain parts of India. Yeah. Well, you're, you're talking about things, obviously, women's rights, the, 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 the rape laws, if you will. All these things are, are changed because culture, artists step up and they hold a mirror up to a society in ways that they don't generally have. And I think that's an important element of, of, of uh, the filmmaking around the world, certainly here in the United States. All kinds of reasons why that is such an important thing. And hearing that you're saying there may be some cracks in getting these films seen in India uh, is, sounds like a, a, you know, definitely a step in the right direction. I hope it continues. I hope they make all the progress that they need to in order to be able to uh, see these uh, films in front of an audience. Um, it, it sounds great. It sounds like you guys really have done a wonderful job with the Indian Film Festival of Los Angeles. Um, and again, for people who are interested, they can go to IndianFilmFestival.org, right? Is it org? Yes, .org, O-R-G, yes. Right? Yeah, so, and congratulations and well, thank you. I, and I'm I'm going to just do an on-air pitch and that is if there's any of these filmmakers uh who might be willing to come on film school um you know send them my way we'll certainly do what we can to get them up and on the air because I I I want to be I want to be supportive you guys are doing a great job so Most certainly. Yeah, thank you Michael. Well, but, thank you. Yeah, Michael Doherty, the um program director for the Indian Film Festival of Los Angeles. Um all the best. All, great success on, on this uh, 14th edition of the festival at the Arclight Theaters in, in, in Hollywood. So check them out. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.